All right, hello, all of you ROI podcast listeners. Before we start today's show, I'm going to ask you all a question. Do you see shopping for your healthcare services similar to the way you see shopping for something like your groceries or something like that? Do you feel like you have options when you're searching for healthcare? And if you do have options, do you understand them? That's what our guest, Deb Gordon, who's conducted research on healthcare consumerism, will be talking with us about today. Let's do it. All right, everybody, we are back. Welcome to the ROI podcast. It is a great day here at the Kelly School of Business on the IUPOI campus in downtown Indianapolis. Starting to get a little chilly. The fall is in the air. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Shane Simmons, and Phil Powell is here with me, who is the Associate Dean of Academic Programs here at the Kelly School. Phil, how are you doing? Doing well, Shane. Ready to talk about health care. Let's do it. So today we've got a topic. You mentioned it, Phil. It touches every single one of us. We're talking about healthcare, as you mentioned. And here at the Kelly School, we've really been spreading awareness of the changes that are happening in healthcare, and in particular, how physicians can play a vital role in that. Why don't you talk about that a little bit, Phil? Physicians drive 80% of the resource allocation decisions in healthcare. At the Kelly School, we want to empower physicians with business knowledge to make really good decisions, not only in terms of good use of resources, but also what's best for the patient. That's why we offer a physician MBA program here on the IUPUI campus, which attracts physicians from all over the nation. But this is a system that needs fixing. It represents 20% of the U.S. economy. If we can just fix a fraction of that, there's going to be a huge return back to everybody in the U.S. Yeah, well said, Phil. And I think that really sets the platform for uh, where we're at today. And from a consumer standpoint, you mentioned it, what's best for the patient. And here's Deb Gordon who comments on that. The focus of my research is on consumer behavior and attitudes towards healthcare purchasing. I, I just think that for, for a long time, our healthcare system has been oriented around doctors and hospitals and insurance companies and not really around consumer preference or consumer needs or desires. And there's been lots of good reasons for that. Um, and we can, go into, you know, we can go into those reasons. But the way the system grew up was not around the consumer. Now, fast forward to 2017, and a third, almost a third of healthcare spending, not quite a third, um, comes from consumers and you know 40 to 50 percent of us are in what's considered a high deductible health plan so we're spending you know out of our own pockets the first let's say thousand dollars or more via a deductible and all of a sudden the cost shifting to consumers puts us individuals consumers into the purchaser's seat and that is you know, that can be a threat to the market and that could, or that could be a force for positive change. Uh, that could be a threat to the individual or that could be seen as not a vulnerability only, but as purchasing power. So those are forces I think we need to really explore and tap into. One of Deb's analogies she uses to illustrate consumer-directed healthcare is to compare healthcare to grocery shopping. That if we were just shopping for healthcare services, like we shop for groceries, the system would fix itself. 
And there's some power in that simple illustration. On the surface, it's kind of funny to think about if you'd be shopping for healthcare like you'd be shopping for your groceries. Different labels and things arranged by you know certain categories. It just seems like a funny concept at, at first. It does. And you know, we think of healthcare as so complex. Maybe to fix it, we need to simplify the way we see it. I don't think it's too much of a stretch. I, in fact, I would go further and say it already is becoming that. It may not feel like it yet. I'm looking ahead. Um, and I think I'm seeing sort of a future trend. But in fact, people are going to the doctor, paying out of pocket, asking questions, learning the price of services or products. I'm not saying it's easy. We haven't designed, we haven't set up the shelves. We haven't created beautiful packaging. We haven't, you know, gotten out the price, you know, the price gun and, and set the prices really clearly. But Deb says people are already starting to do their research and shop around. What I'm hearing in my research, people are figuring it out. People are asking the questions. They're not always easy to find answers, but the behaviors, the inherent behaviors, the capability is there. Well, let's pause there for a second, and let me ask you this, Phil. We know healthcare costs are high. We know shopping for healthcare in the U.S., hasn't been anything like shopping for groceries, and it's kind of hard to understand exactly what you're getting, historically speaking. But what about the physicians? How does Deb say this new healthcare system or consumerism-based healthcare would impact them? What are their thoughts? To that, Shane, Deb says a lot of physicians may not agree with her on some of her statements regarding the healthcare marketplace, but she also says physicians play a more important role than ever before with these consumer-driven changes we are already seeing. Whether folks want to hear this or not, whether they like it or not, it is changing because consumer expectations are changing. So let me just give you um, some example. I, I was speaking with the nur a nurse, actually. So I'm doing a mix of consumer research and expert research. And this nurse educator, you know, very, uh, very seasoned, professional explained that in nursing school and certainly in medical school, not only are clinicians not trained to think about healthcare costs, they are actually guided away, have been historically guided away from considering costs, right? Because the ethical clinician thinks first and foremost and really only about the well-being of their patient and cost should not be part of that equation. This nurse said to me, she started to notice that patients she was prescribing medications to were not having the effect she expected. And she started to understand that patients were cutting their dosing, you know, their medications in half or, you know, uh, lowering their own dose on their own or not filling their prescriptions at all because of uh, obstacles created by cost sharing. So some people are starting to cut back on their medications, be more conservative with the hospital or doctor visits, because they are looking at healthcare through a market-driven lenses. They realize there's a cost to that. And you know, the landscape is changing. And Deb says this is because, especially as Americans, we have shopper instincts. We have shoppers. And bringing that to healthcare is gonna help align things in a better way. Americans know how to shop. We know how to buy things. 
And in fact, for a lot of folks, it is counterintuitive that there is no such uh, discipline in this market. What do you mean I got to pay for something that didn't work? That's crazy. For some closing thoughts, you know, Deb suggests the market will eventually win out and that the healthcare system will have to conform to the consumer. And here's how she explains that. My closing thought is that I think healthcare organizations ignore or underestimate consumers at their own risk, that the world is changing and whether we like it or not, whether it's good or bad, more and more purchase decisions are being made by consumers. And I believe that in a generation, if not sooner, maybe sooner, healthcare organizations are going to be answering to the consumer. That doesn't mean doctors won't have a really important role or that payers won't be really important or hospitals won't be really important. But I think we're all going to realize who's really at the center of this thing. And I think that organizations that figure that out and really embrace consumer purchasing power will win in the end. The good news here, Shane, is that healthcare markets are changing in the direction of patients patients making more decisions, patients owning the the purchase decision, patients having more sense of a control of how they'll get medical care. That doesn't mean that they go to medical school, but this empowerment of the patient, this empowerment of the consumer can go a long way to increasing quality, lowering costs, and increasing access. Great stuff, Phil. And you know, healthcare in the United States is very fluid right now. And I know with our Physician MBA program here uh, on the IEPUI campus, we will definitely be talking about more of these healthcare changes in the future. No doubt about that. And we do want to thank Deb Gordon for joining us on the podcast today and sharing her insight with us. Definitely took away a lot from this and made me think about shopping for healthcare in a whole new light. This has been a very stimulating conversation, Shane, about something that touches everyone, healthcare. Anyway, to our listeners, don't forget, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear how we're doing. And we'll be back here next week giving you some tips on how to avoid being hacked. I know it sounds terrifying, uh, but there's a lot of interesting data behind this and a lot of money that's having to be poured into this after companies are getting hacked. So we're going to be talking with our cybersecurity expert from the Kelly School of Business, Scott Shackelford. So we'll talk to you all then.